Hi there, I'm Laura, a teacher turned creator, and this is Fill Up Your Cup, the podcast with a mission to help you feel inspired, motivated, and empowered to show up for yourself and create a life that feels good. We're putting the personal back in personal development as we navigate this journey of self-awareness, self-compassion, and growth together. Because together and with the right mindset, we are all capable of change and living a life that truly fills us up. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Fill Up Your Cup podcast, and welcome to season three of the show. I am so excited to dive into this season. I am so excited to be back. This break has felt like the longest break, but I have been working continuously behind the scenes to try and make this season even bigger and even better than the first two seasons of fill up your cup. And so I'm very excited to be back and very excited to be getting started and to be back in your ears this week and connecting with you because I've missed you and this community and this wonderful journey of personal development and self-love that we are on together. You may have noticed that some or many things have changed around here on the show. One of the most exciting things that I've done during the break after season two was really sitting down and doing some work on clarity, on what this show is going to be for this community, and then trying to convert that into some really fun visuals and a really wonderful brand identity that I think captures and communicates what Philip Your Cup really is all about. So you've probably already noticed our new podcast cover image. If you've been following us over on Instagram as at fillupyourcuppod, you'll also have seen a lot more of the rebranding visuals over there and a lot more information as well about why I style them the way I have and what is coming this season and what to expect and what is new about the show and obviously what is staying the same as well. We're going to be talking about self-care this season. We're going to be really taking a look at personal development as well this season and looking at small ways that we can start to develop a bit more of that self-awareness and to work on the things that we find hard or we find uncomfortable, but we know are good for us and doing that together as a community. And that's what I'm really excited about. And I'm also very excited to be starting this season and starting this new chapter of the podcast in May because you may or may not, pardon the pun, be aware that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And this is a month that is always a month where I want to be super vocal online, especially on socials and being a part of raising the volume of that conversation around mental health awareness And this year is something that I really want to do through Fill Up Your Cup, but also through my other socials when it comes to that conversation around mental health awareness is 
Yes, helping people feel not alone in struggling with your mental health, but also helping people feel empowered and inspired to make that change for themselves, to feel empowered to show up for their own mental health and to check in with that and to start doing things in their lives that support that. And we're going to start today nice and small with a recheck in around self-care and how that can help our mental health. On that note, let's dive into the topic for today's episode. I'm bringing it back to our show origins, our very first or second episode, which continues to be our most listened to episode on the show is the episode that's called What Actually Is self-care. So I wanted to revisit that episode a little bit today and the topics in that episode a little bit today, but look at them from the point of view of our mental well-being. So our mental health, our emotional well-being, and how self-care can impact those areas of our lives when we have clarity on not only what self-care is, but what it is for us and how it manifests for us in our lives. So first of all, let's break down what self-care is, because even if I've talked about this on the show many, many times, this is the question that comes up again and again when I talk about mental health or even when I talk about self-care. What is self-care? How do I start self-care? What does self-care look like in my life? Or What does it look like for me? Or how do I even know what's the right self-care for me? So the first thing is, I think we overcomplicate self-care a little bit because it is a little bit of a buzzword. We are talking about self-care more in the last couple of years and getting that self-awareness around it. But it does create this feeling of pressure and sometimes this imposter syndrome, even that we're not doing enough or we're not doing it right because we see this very aesthetic version of self-care online and on social social media and through marketing and advertising because a lot of the time we think self-care is something that we have to purchase or buy or it's a service or it's a product and if we're not doing that then we're not doing self-care right. A lot of us are under pressure with work and finances and so this idea that we also now have to show up and and fit into our busy schedules this aesthetic luxurious self-care time just makes a lot of people feel like they're achieving even less and that takes away um, what self-care actually is because self-care at its core is any action that you take to take care of yourself. So if you've been flustered or stressed about your self-care or even feeling a little bit of resistance around creating self-care time for yourself or practicing self-care because you don't know what that should look or feel like or you don't think that the type of self-care that's marketed to you is attainable or sustainable for you, I want you to just take a deep breath and remind yourself that self-care is any way that you show up for yourself, any action that you take to take care of yourself and to pour back into your own cup, to fill back into your own energy, to your own self-image, your own sense of self, all of that is self-care. And that is why my point about getting the clarity on what self-care looks like for you in your life 
is so important because if self-care is any action that we take to take care of ourselves, then self-care and what it looks like in our lives and how it manifests for us is constantly shifting and changing so that we can meet our needs as they shift and change. And when I talk about meeting our needs, of course, I'm talking about all of our different areas of well-being, which again, we've talked about on the show before, breaking down, looking at what you need into different areas of your well-being. So you're not trying to do self-care that blankets every area of your well-being, but really starting to develop the self-awareness around the different pieces of your health and your well-being and different parts that make you work as a functioning human being so that you can get the awareness of when there is a part that isn't working or that needs a little bit more of your attention. And that attention is the self-care actions that you will then take to fill into that area or get support with that area or to heal that area of your well-being. We're all very good or we're relatively good at doing that when it comes to our physical well-being and our physical health, but there are many different areas of our well-being. We've got our emotional well-being, our mental health, our spiritual well-being, our financial health, our social well-being, our creative well-being, all of those different pieces that make us who we are and help us feel fulfilled and help us feel filled up and understanding that all of them come together to help us feel good all of them at times impact each other when something's not right but being able to get that clarity to figure out which area of yourself do you need to direct your attention to to get the most out of your self-care time and that will change at different moments in your life, at different days of the week, of different months of the year. And so how you practice self-care will also change and what your self-care action will look like will also change. So while it's important to have routines, habits, and practices in place that are more automatic, things that we do daily, weekly, and monthly to sustain our health and well-being so that kind of self-care that's repeated again and again it's also really important to do those check-ins every so often to get that clarity and to figure out what's good and what's not so good and how you can take action to show up for yourself in those different areas and that's what we're going to think about today our challenge for the week if you will Our action that we're going to try and take all of us together as a podcast community for our mental health this week is to do a mental health self check-in. This is something that I like to do in some way or form every May for the last couple of years because May is Mental Health Awareness Month and because it's brings up lots of interesting conversations and information around mental health. I always like to do a little check-in with myself at the start of May and look at what areas in my life are lifting me up and which areas in my life are pulling me down in this moment and trying to figure out what actions I can start to take to get more of what feels good and to support what doesn't feel good. And I call this a mental health check-in or mental health self-check-in, but it's basically a little bit of self-reflection. So what you're going to need for this self-care activity or this self-care challenge 
is a journal or a big piece of paper. Sometimes it's nice to do this kind of activity on a big piece of paper so you can see all of your thoughts and feelings spread out in one space. So you can see all of your different thoughts and feelings spread out across one piece of paper rather than maybe different pages in your journal. The other thing that you're gonna need for this activity is a small chunk of time where you can really focus on the reflection. This is not the kind of activity that you want to do in the notes on your phone while you're on your commute home or in your journal while you're listening to TV in the background. You really want to just take 10, 15 minutes to be by yourself so that you can really check in with yourself and get real with yourself because this is as much about celebrating what's working as it is about getting honest and clear about what's not working. So get your journal, get your pens, and get some space, some quiet time. Even if it's just 10 minutes, it would be great if it was like 15 or 20 minutes, but it's not an activity that takes a long time. It's just nice if you have some extra time to give yourself the space to really reflect on and think about your answers for each question. So when you have your journal and everything ready and you're sitting somewhere that's comfortable and nice, you want to put on a little bit of relaxing music. If that helps you focus, do. If that's distracting, don't. Grab your pens and the first thing that I want you to reflect on is what feels good in your life right now. I always like to start reflections like this with a positive focused question because I think it's a lot easier to get our thoughts flowing and to open our mind when we are picking apart the good parts of our life, the things that feel good, the things that are working, and it helps to get the thought process flowing. Your not looking to write paragraphs in your journal for these answers. You're looking to get a lot of ideas out quickly. And I don't want you to just write one or two things that feel good in life right now. Try and push yourself to get as many things on the piece of paper in front of you that you can think of that feel good in life right now. And even take a little rewind and if you want to open the question up a little bit more, because for me, I try to do this reflection every year on May. So I think, okay, what's felt good in life since this time last year? And that really can get the, the ball rolling a little bit and help you start to think about, okay, what's all of the good things? What feels good? What feels supportive? What is working in life right now? And once you've done that, you might want to set a timer maybe as well so that you stay focused on the question. I would give maybe like two minutes to answering that question. 60 seconds is a bit short, so give it two minutes on a timer, two or three minutes on a timer. Set the timer on your phone, leave it on the table, and just keep putting ideas down on the paper and pushing yourself to get as many things on that piece of paper, on your journal page as you can until the timer rings. And then we're gonna reset the timer. And the second question that we're gonna ask ourselves, or the second question that we're gonna put in the middle of a new mind map or brain dump is what feels uncomfortable in life right now? So not focusing on specifically the things that have been super challenging, we'll get to that in a minute, but the things that feel uncomfortable. So they're not quite right. They're 
kind of the things in life that you are tolerating, but you know you could be doing more for yourself in that area of your life. Again, set the timer for two or three minutes. And this isn't about being hard on yourself. This is about being honest with yourself and thinking what areas of my life right now feel uncomfortable. These are things that maybe you've been avoiding thinking about or dealing with, things that you maybe feel uncomfortable talking about because this is your journal, your piece of paper. This is your time. It's a safe space. You can feel comfortable putting them down here. So what things in life feel uncomfortable? Then the third question that we're going to reflect on is what things in life in the past year or recently, even since the start of this year, have been challenging? You can be a little bit more specific with this one. This can be challenges that you have faced, very specific things that you've had to overcome. So some growth moments might be also helpful to write down a few points for each one as to why they have felt challenging. So really forcing yourself to get that clarity and to look closer at the bigger picture of what's working and what's not working. So at this point, you should have either three mind maps or three lists of what feels good in life right now, what feels uncomfortable, and what feels challenging. The fourth question that I like to reflect on after I've done this bigger picture work of looking at what's working and what's not working, I like to ask myself these two following questions, which is, what do I want more of and what do I want less of? So that might be in relation to your first two or first three mind maps that you've done, but what do you want more of in life? Or let me rephrase it another way, what do you want more time for in life right now? What are things that have been on your to-do list for a while? What are things that you do that you know feel good, but you don't do often enough? What are things that you know are going to make you feel good, but you don't make time for them now? So what do you want more of or more time for? And then what do you want less of? What do you want taking less of your time. So that's thinking about things that take up a lot of your time right now that you want to give less time to. It might be as broad as I want less stress in my life, or it might be as specific as I want to waste less time watching TV. So again, spend two or three minutes reflecting on each of those questions and trying to get yourself a little bit closer to that clarity, to get a little bit more clarity around what do you want more of in your life and what do you want less of in your life? What is feeling good and what is not feeling good? Try not to filter or limit your thoughts around the answers to these questions because of what you think should or could happen. Just put down an honest answer to what you would like more of or more time for and what you would like less of. So all of these reflections, all of these two or three minute reflections, whether you've done them as mind maps, bullet point lists, or just some quick stream of conscious writing, all of these are to get you in that place where you are opening your mind and doing a little bit more of questioning yourself and and checking in with yourself and getting that self-awareness to get to The final two questions that are the most important questions because they are the action points. You know that I am a huge fan of journaling, of self-reflection, but as I've said many times on this show, 
All of these self-reflection questions are great, but they're only going to be valuable to us if we think about the actions that we can take following on what we've learned from these reflections. So how are we going to put ourselves into action today or this month from what we've learned about ourselves and where we are at now in our lives from these reflections that we've done. So we've checked in with what's feeling good. We've checked in and got honest about what's feeling uncomfortable. We've done reflecting on what's felt challenging in the last year or since the start of this year. We've got honest about what we want more of and we've also been honest with ourselves about what we want less of in our lives. And so The second to last question that you're going to ask yourself is about action. What is one action that you could start taking for the betterment of your mental health and well-being based on these reflections today, this week, and this month? So this is not about overhauling your whole life. This is not about looking at everything that you wrote on this list, but rather zooming back out for a minute and getting a bigger picture. What is the thing that has come out the most? Or when you look back on your reflections, what is the thing that draws your attention the most? Or the thing that you wrote down that really makes you think, okay, that's the area that I need to give my attention to. And then asking yourself, what is one small, accessible, and sustainable action that I could start to take today even, or tomorrow if I'm not ready to start taking it today, but definitely this week and consistently over this month to start working on improving this area of my life. This might be one of the actions on your I want more of this and less of that lists, or it might be something that when you look at your bigger picture, you think, okay, this would be an action that would be really helpful to me and move my mental health and well-being to a place that feels more comfortable, where I really feel like I'm filling into that area of my well-being, and this is something that I can do to do that. And by focusing on one small action, it takes away a lot of that pressure of trying to improve everything instantly. So what is one small action that you could do for yourself that is going to support you in some small way to start to show up for yourself in an area in your life that is making you feel uncomfortable, that is challenging your mental well-being right now? what is the action going to be? Is it going to be physical exercise? Is it going to be seeking out a therapist or someone that you can talk to about this professionally? Some small action, something that you preferably could start tomorrow or even today, but something you're going to be able to sustain and keep up for the rest of this month. The last thing that you're going to reflect on once you have picked your one small action is my favorite thing, Anytime that we set ourselves goals, which is your steps for success. Because very often when we set ourselves a goal, the thing that stops us from achieving that goal is not that the goal is too difficult, but that we don't get the clarity or we don't do the planning on how we're going to support ourselves in showing up for this goal. 
this show is about helping you feel empowered to show up for yourself. So the end goal of this reflection is not just to pick one small action that you're going to do for yourself starting today or tomorrow, but actually to give yourself a plan on how you are going to make that happen consistently and sustainably over the rest of this month so you can really feel empowered in showing up for yourself and really feel uplifted by the fact that you are consistently going to do that. You're not going to let yourself down because you're going to plan and prepare. So what do I mean by planning and preparing? So how are you going to support yourself in making this one small action happen? Think about all of the things that might get in your way, all of your obstacles, all of your barriers, all of the excuses that you might give yourself to not show up and do that, and then think of a solution for that. So maybe it's putting it in your calendar, maybe it's putting post-it reminders on your mirror, maybe it's preparing something in advance so it's already there for you ready to go so if your habit might be journaling every day this month then put your journal in a place where you're going to see it and where you're going to be more likely to see it and do the practice of journaling think about your habit think about what stops you from doing that usually and then think about ways that you can counter all of those excuses and all of those blocks that you normally would have and put as much as you can in place as much planning preparation as much support as you can give yourself to really give yourself the best chance at showing up for yourself with this small self-care action that you're going to take every few days every week for the rest of this month to see can you really fill into your cup in a small way And I would love to hear what your one small action that you're going to show up for your mental health through self-care for the month of May is going to be. So make sure you head on over to Instagram or Facebook after you're finished listening to this episode. Find the show as at fillupyourcuppod and look for the post of today's episode and let me know in the comments what your action that you're going to be taking is as well because together as a community we can support each other lift each other up and hold each other accountable to these small actions that we are going to be taking together to make ourselves feel good and to pour into our mental health and well-being cup a little bit through sustainable attainable self-care this month if you enjoyed this episode today make sure you leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming app or platform it's super important for the show and it helps us reach even more listeners to help them start creating a life that feels good when you leave us those lovely reviews and i also love reading them as well so be sure that you share your thoughts on the episode and the show as well and if you haven't done so already make sure that you hit that follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss out on new episodes of the show if you have any questions that you would like to be featured in this season of the show don't forget that you can send your questions through the listeners question cup 
which is linked in the show notes. It's a really simple Google form. It takes literally two or three minutes to fill out. All you've got to do is check a few boxes, leave me your question or your topic that you'd like me to cover in an episode and hit send and it sends to me and I will be able to get back to you and hopefully be able to bring more of your questions and ideas to the show this season as well. And I hope that you feel inspired to check in with yourself today when you get home from work or tomorrow when you're having a little bit of self-care time to grab your journal, grab that big piece of paper and do that self-check-in and choose that one small action that you're going to take starting today, preferably but at the latest tomorrow to show up for yourself and your mental health this Mental Health Awareness Month. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you feel a little less alone in your personal development journey and a little more inspired to do something today to show up for yourself. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming app or platform. And if you want even more weekly inspiration, then head on over to Instagram or Facebook and follow the show as at fillupyourcuppod. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. So do one small thing today to pour into yours and start creating a life that feels good for you.